Oh, hey. This is Conversation Piece, a podcast where me, Dave Melillo, talks to other people about cool stuff on this week's episode of the podcast. I have Elle Ross, who is a up-and-coming musician. She's super young. She makes me feel like I'm really old. But that's cool because I, uh, I really liked hearing about her story and the way that she goes about things. You know, seeing what the kids these days are into. And she's actually really talented. Um, so I think you will enjoy the podcast. It's It's been pretty music heavy for a while. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't have anyone scheduled to come on to the podcast next week. But you never know what that actually means. I, I've actually really enjoyed talking to different musicians because it gives me a, uh, a perspective on kind of where I've been, where I'm going. And... Uh, Yeah, so it's been really, really cool. Maybe we'll get back to my own story. Maybe we'll do some weird shit. I'm really not sure. The NFL draft is coming up. But this week, why don't you just sit back and enjoy Miss Ella Ross. your last name ross ross oh that's so you got so lucky <laughs> with... great stage name you did you got <laughs> no, so lucky there's there's ella voss uh-huh. now who's like kind of big now yes so i like want to change it but what would you change it to if you could well that's i don't know that's the problem <laughs> what's your middle name rebecca ella rebecca mm-hmm. that doesn't really roll off the tongue not good that's almost as good as dave malillo like I can't oh, even. Good. No, I can't even say Close. my own. I can't even say my own name. <laughs> I'm convinced that where my uh, where my downfall happened because, you know, it's so like, and no one wants to wear like my name on their shirt unless it's like a jersey. <laughs> Malillo. Yeah, just Malillo on the back. Eighty eight. Oh I don't know, but yeah, El Ross is actually an awesome stage name. You got really lucky with that. I, I think my parents planned it. Did they really? They were like, this one's going to do music. Well, you say this one, you got brothers and sisters? Yeah, so I have two older brothers. Um, one of them's Colton's age, actually. So they like knew each other kind of growing up. I think that's my age, yeah. Yeah, 27? Nope, nope, 28. younger than me. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. And then my brother's 30, and then I have a sister who's 24. Oh, so you, what, are you right in the middle? I'm 20, so I'm a like I'm the baby. Oh, you're the baby baby. Okay, mm-hmm. that's better than being in the middle, mm-hmm. I think, because the middle children. Hey, Perny, get out of there. <laughs> he likes to drink people's water. I'm sorry. That's okay. He's, uh, yeah, yeah, being the middle <laughs> child, there's always like that stigma. Like, do you know the Brady Bunch? You yeah. Know, like Jan, Marsha, yeah. Marsha, Marsha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't seem like that. You seem pretty sweet. My yeah. sister, my littlest sister, Marina, is, you remind me of her a little bit. She is, uh, what's she? Marina's 21. Is that you? How I'm old? 20. Oh, 20. Oh, my God. You're such a baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> when, when's your birthday? Like, uh... Tw- February. Not 2008. Oh, my God. You'd be 10. 98? 98, yeah. Oh, God. You barely made this millennium. Well, you <laughs> yeah. barely made, like, last millennium. But I'm, like, kind of a 90s kid because my siblings were. Yeah. So, like, they taught me. You were still all you into know? that. And you yeah. know what? You Not that... You have an old soul. You seem very mature yeah. for a 20-year-old. Do you and get that a lot? soul, yeah. Yeah, like... <laughs> You don't seem crazy. Maybe I just haven't like partied with you, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Shrug- <laughs> totally off, different person. Off limits, <laughs> off limits. It's cool. But you said you know, mom and dad planned for that. Were any of your other siblings mus- musically inclined? Mm, or? So my brother was in a band growing up, but like in high school, and his friends made him join it because they didn't have a bass player, so they were just like here. And, like, made him join it. I know how that goes. So. Like, hold this and just struggle yeah. every now and then. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. It wasn't necessarily, like, by choice. 
That's cool. And no one else? Just your no, brother? No, just my brother. So what made you want to do it? Um, That's a great question. I <laughs> I guess when I was little, I just used to always like put on shows and stuff for my family. Yeah. And it kind of just carried with me. Like I started doing vocal lessons when I was like 11, but I only started writing like the past year and a half, two years now. Didn't we? We had a bunch of sessions together, didn't we? We had like two. Yeah, two. two? That's a bunch. That's a, that's, that's hey, a couple. Perny, you get away from that water. I swear to God, you crazy cat. <laughs> My cat keeps trying to drink Ella's water. He's one of those cats that like puts his face. You ever see that? Like the cat put their face I'm in a, the water? I'm a dog person. You, oh, are you? <laughs> are you allergic to cats? No, I'm okay. not. Okay. Maybe here, take that water. and No, just put it up on the piano. Oh. Don't worry. You can... <laughs> It's not like the piano. And I bet you this asshole is going to jump up on the piano and try to drink it from there. Now, see, he is super cool. Well, not cool, but he's not scared of anybody. Enzo, who's around here somewhere. He's scared? Yeah, he's hiding under a bed somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah, my brother just got a cat and I like don't understand them still. You don't understand cats? No, I just went to, uh, <laughs> where did we just go? The cats. Did you, go to the, you went to the cat convention. We went to the cat convention. You know what oh. was so disappointing? There was no fucking cats. Really? I didn't see one cat. What they do just you had, mean? They just had a bunch of shit for you to buy for your cat. You son of a bee. He did just they did have, it. I saw they had that like one famous cat. No, he just no. had a booth. He wasn't even at it. It oh. was like his t-shirts. I oh. mean, it was, it was very disappointing. <laughs> I mean, I felt good because at least we were donating. I think like all the proceeds went to like the ASPCA mm-hmm. oh, or good. some type of like charitable organization, but still like what yeah. a, like I just thought I'd show up there. Be a million cats. And there would be a million cats. Cat I guess. strollers. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. like cats like a pet or like hold mm-hmm. or, uh, and I didn't like seeing it. I've always wanted to. And no adoption? What's that? No, ad- well, again, they had like representatives, but it's not like they had a bunch of kittens there. That's so weird. It, I thought that was really weird, but cats convention. <laughs> I do love. <laughs> have you cats. been to Catsbury Park? Yeah, I just went. I could only stand in like the actual part for like ten minutes, though. Yeah, and isn't it pretty? Isn't it like fifteen bucks to get in there or something? Yeah, yeah that's a lot of money. You pay to like play with the cats mm-hmm. and then but i did get a little allergic when there were like 30 cats around me yeah i'm i'm imagining like anyone would because yeah. we're not supposed to live I think with they're them like 18 but <laughs> I, I secretly think that i'm actually allergic to my cats but i've built a tolerance yeah well yeah so i just didn't grow up with them so i have no tolerance no but I, I i digress i'm sorry that my like the cats i'm being like the i'm becoming the crazy cat guy <laughs> it's terrible i can't help it though it's but okay. you were talking about so you like putting on shows for your parents oh, yeah. like what do you mean like you tap dance or like yeah yeah and i would just join every single type of like dance class i would always quit because i just i have like no attention span yeah so i would always quit all of them but i would do them for a little bit and then do another dance class or like do like theater classes so you had some type of like performing artist gene in you like mm-hmm. when you came out of the womb basically. Yeah. And there's home videos of me like and it says like 658. This is when videos used to have a timestamp yeah. on them. Oh, and yeah. it'd be like 658 and it's like me reading a book and then it like like cut to 702 and it's me just running around like screaming and singing did you have like because so. i have of course my mom always like my mom busts out do you remember beauty and the beast mm-hmm. you remember that movie mm-hmm. um like in the beginning there's like this whole monologue and my parents mm-hmm. always bust out like a, a video of me reciting the monologue oh I'm that's like, so funny you couldn't like pick anything more badass like me dancing <laughs> in new kids on the block or something like you that's had to so pick funny. the beauty and the beast but do you have like a like one that your parents always bust out, like, uh, I don't know, like in a, mm. a Britney Spears song? Well, it wasn't any specific songs. It was literally just me, like, screaming and singing. And, like, I would, like, hype up the crowd, which was just my 
family and I'd be like everybody get up and I was like four years old just screaming at all of them but it's it's crazy now I'm more shy on stage I was gonna say because yeah. you don't come across as like an extrovert like uh yeah. so I went to a show with you Mac and Lauren Patty mm-hmm. and like it was it was very interesting because I think maybe you and Mac are similar, but Lauren is very much, I feel I like, extroverted. I think she's going to teach me some stage presence. Yeah. I asked her to. Yeah, yeah. she's, I was very, I, I said that a couple of times on the podcast. I was just, she's young too, isn't she? She's only a year older than me. We have the same birthday. No fun fact. shit. What, what day? Mm-hmm. February 11th. And both of you guys? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy. And it was fun. We both, like, we both played Valentine's Day and Mac as well. Yeah. And it was both of our birthdays, so at the Asbury Hotel, and it was just so fun. Oh, that must have been <laughs> ridiculous. Was that was, her 21st And she was birth? turning 21. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. But either way, like, <laughs> yeah. she definitely has some, like, a... Like some type of command, you know? Mm-hmm. But like, uh, I've been more like you throughout my career. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like a quiet confidence and I just try to... Like you got my attention with your voice. You didn't need to necessarily like do Thank anything. <laughs> yeah, no, but you mm-hmm. kind of know that by now. And that's always been my approach to things is not to like try to razzle-dazzle people with bla- mm-hmm. backflips and sparklers. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm basically like, I'm going to sing the best that I can. And if you're into it, you are. And if not, then I'm not going to like mm-hmm. shove your face in it, you know? True. I don't know. And it, and it comes across good sometimes and not. But yeah, I thought that was a... You play a lot, don't you? Now I'm starting to. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't play full band that much. But, okay. So I was a little nervous for that too because I hadn't played full band since like August. Yeah. And it was new songs, a new band. Yeah. So I was a little nervous for that too. Do you have any like spare part? Like your band is made up of... It like, changes, honestly. Yeah. Okay, but just like musicians. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Around the scene and stuff like that. Because Mac was doing that for a while too, Mm -hmm. wasn't she? Mm -hmm. Like she had like some spare parts from here and there and put it together. Yeah, she has a set band now. That's cool. Which is good. (laughs) It's like the next stage. Like, you know what I mean? Well, and that's, uh, you know, I was even talking to Evan about it. You Mm -hmm. know that there's, it's really great that there is a community. Like, Mm -hmm. I think it's like, you know, I know you play with Mac a lot. I'm sure that, and Pam even, mm-hmm. have you done some shows with um, Pam? Yeah, I've played with Pam before. Like, it seems like there's a movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like, people underestimate how much that means. Because people don't just come and watch you. Obviously, they're coming to watch you, but they know, like, oh, I'm going to be able to see Mac or Pam or mm-hmm. Lauren or whoever the hell mm-hmm. it is. And, like, you know, you go there and, and you kind of get to exposure to a lot of great musicians instead of just, like, if you were someone, I don't know, in, like, Ohio playing in your basement yeah, you know it's, it, true. it's like a completely different experience yeah you know? yeah i'm actually doing my release show this summer at the saint nice. on june 29th and it's with lauren patty too and the band you know of uh, the band we're ghosts now is that nick's band no it's like ben resnick i don't know i don't know it's I'm... them and then Ernest also oh cool yeah i'm so excited how and so you just are you done with the cd are you in i'm doing i haven't finished it yet <laughs> okay that's okay yeah, it's it... almost done i'm doing vocals like this friday i think okay yeah. when did you start doing it um we started we did like three in october wow and then three more in the beginning of march or no four actually and then i do all the vocals like for the four that i just did on friday oh man so you waited all that time yeah oh, that must have killed you that would yeah. kill me it was hard when i'm in the zone i'm in and my, the worst thing is that every time i'm in the studio i come up with better songs i'm like i want to throw these away i know and that's what i was saying someone was like you should just hold on to like two of them and then only release four i was like i'm gonna not like them in a year's time or whenever yeah if i hold on to them i mean it, are, are you like that i mean because you're yeah relatively young in like your musical career and Mm -hmm. writing as well Mm -hmm. so it's almost like 
I listen to stuff I wrote when I was a certain age and I cringe. Yeah, my EP that was out last year, I, I can't listen to. <laughs> yeah. No, but but when it came out, you listen, you like binged listen. That, that's yeah. usually my cycle at least. But then it's crazy because like I'll hear people, they're like, oh, I love this song and this song from it. And I'm like, that's good. That's great. That's great. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, but I think that's like the true mark of an artist because you're never really complacent. Mm-hmm. You know, you're always trying to get to that next I don't know, that next vision or mm-hmm. something like that. Now, is it easy for you to write or Um, It or really depends. Yeah. It, yeah. Sometimes it's super hard for me to write. This past winter has been very hard for me to write for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. It was just, maybe it's the weather and this, I have no idea. Are you one of those people where you just like wait for a, an idea to come to you in, in the shower or do you like sit down and have sessions or, or It's a how mix do you go of there? both. Like I try to definitely set some time aside for me to sit down and even just like go over notes I had written in the past or just like, even if I just have like two lines on a voice note or something yeah. or on like the notes app thing and I'll look at all of those and just go over them. But sometimes I'll just, like, an idea will strike and I'll just write a whole song. I call that farming. Like, farming, yeah. Like, I will, I go through these long stretches where, not that I don't write anything, but mm-hmm. I don't, like, actually sit down and organize my ideas into a song. Mm-hmm. I will just, like, record, like, a chorus and a verse through the vocal mm-hmm. notes, right? Voice memos, yeah. And then I go and farm. I'm like, this one sucks. <laughs> oh, wow. And then sometimes I'm like, holy shit, this was really good. Mm-hmm. And then I'll take that and extrapolate. You know what I mean? The song that we wrote, actually, you probably don't remember. I, I don't, I mean, what was it called? Uh, I don't, I don't think it had a name, but this weekend I was in my friend's studio and I like pulled that out and we, we almost did it, but we didn't have time. That's cool though. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Because it's really good. I was listening to it. I was I, like, wow. <laughs> totally. Well, I mean, I think that uh, a lot of our sessions, they're so short that we just mm-hmm. kind of had to do it, mm-hmm. you know, and depending on who you work with, sometimes that works really well because mm-hmm. you're not very like, uh, what's it? Like you're not self-conscious. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of like getting ideas out and yeah. i think sometimes that's really much better than like sitting there and be like i want to write the next led zeppelin album, <laughs> yeah. you know where you can kind of get analysis paralysis yeah yeah i think that might have been my problem too this winter i was very in my head yeah about like writing so i think that might have stopped my writing because like i was writing so many songs yeah i have like i was looking i counted all of them i have over like 60 holy shit yeah I mean, not all of them are good, but it's still a lot of writing. So I I think I just got like burnt out a little bit too. <laughs> that that could be it. And like, you know, I always saw it as a numbers game for like mm-hmm. every 10, there might be one that makes it mm-hmm. to the album. And then out of the 10 that make it to the album, there's going to be one that's like a single that everyone likes, you mm-hmm. know, or something like that. So it's a numbers game. And then I tried to like put more of my focus into performing and getting gigs and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm going back to writing now though. It's cool. I mean, so what do you, what do you like more? Do you like being holed up in a studio and doing that thing, or do you like playing out? Um, it, again, it really depends. I think sometimes I definitely love writing and being in the studio, and then sometimes I'll see someone perform and I'm like, I want to get on stage right now. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. that's like, I remember seeing, you know, a band called Yellow Card. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing them when I was really young and that's when I knew, I was like, dude, I could do that. They kind of suck, oh you know, gosh. or, or like, like, uh, unfortunately that's when I'm inspired when people yeah. are bad. I'm like, dude, <laughs> if they're doing it, I could do it, that's you know, so funny. but, um, no, that's, that's cool. Like, so you have a good balance. I've always been a studio person. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I get a little bit, I wouldn't say nervous playing live because i don't get nervous but i just get stressed myself out mm-hmm. i'm like a perfectionist so i want everything to be good and like leading up to it i practice too much it's just 
Yeah. It could be a train wreck. And I, like, can't watch videos back sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Or I'll hear my dad watching videos he took, and I'm like, can you please oh, turn that off? No. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, that's funny. And nowadays, it's not hard to take a video. You just yeah. point and shoot your camera. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, but every, like, bad note, you're just like, <laughs> no, I don't want to listen. Yeah. No. Or you can tell you messed up, but no one else I can. Know. I'm like, at that moment, one minute and 42 seconds, I'm uh, like, I messed up right here. It's like you missed a syllable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do that yeah. all the time. Uh. Words or music? What usually comes first? Mm, words, because I don't play any instruments. Okay. So it, that's why it's kind of hard for me to write sometimes too, but I'm taking like the Lord approach because she doesn't play instruments. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know so, that. So um, that's like how I kind of look at it. I'm like, I'm learning, but I'm like, I don't necessarily have to learn it. I should learn, but I take her approach and just write lyrics and melodies. It's up to so. you. If that's where you live, that's where you live. Yeah. You I'm, know? I want to learn. Again, I was just like so ADD as a kid. I couldn't sit down and learn anything. Guitar or piano or yeah. anything like that. I, it came out of necessity for me because I just didn't want to depend on anyone else. Yeah. But you know what's great nowadays is uh, I did for a while, I did something called top lining. And mm-hmm. like you can get tracks like on the internet and mm-hmm. stuff and just sing to it. Like even popular songs. I know it sounds crazy, but that's been like some of the like the best songs I've ever written. Like mm-hmm. I'd listen to a brand new song and like I'd sing a melody over it and then all of a sudden I'd be like, Oh, well if I just change this and that, it's my own song. You're like, it's mine. <laughs> and like people could call that ripping I just call it inspiration. No, I think it's definitely just inspiration. I've done that too. Right? I mm-hmm. mean I and I think there's no shame in that, especially in like the days now, like where like songs are basically either duos or like sam do overs or like samples. Mm-hmm. You know, like people just basically do the song over and like switch a couple words. Mm-hmm. So like I don't know. There's just a lot more resources now. You don't necessarily yeah. have to play an instrument, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the song Alaska by Maggie Rogers. I sing that in every single You set. sang that at your... I always yeah. sing it because I wish it was my song. Well, <laughs> it's just so good. You can make it yours. <laughs> I the... just sing it all the time now. Yeah, but there's... Uh, <laughs> you, uh, it's probably going to be old. There's an 80s song called Tainted Love. Have you ever heard mm-hmm. that? Whoa. Ta- mm-hmm. um, that's an old, old song. Like It's a super old Motown song. Mm-hmm. And like... In the yeah. 80s, that happened a bunch of times. There's uh, always something there to remind me by Burt Bacharach that this band redid. Imagine imagine this. Like, you have a career that's built off of, like, a cover that's of a song. That's crazy. Would you like yeah. that or no? I don't know. Personally, I don't think so. No, me neither. But for some people, it works, I guess. I guess you could go with, like, the it's better than nothing approach. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it opens the door for them to do their own music. People always say that. But <laughs> if, like, I know. It's like, yeah, maybe. Sure. Like, so. I don't know. No, I don't, I don't think so. You'd always be, like, that band that, you know, covered the, the song. But yeah. It's good if that's, like, your second or third hit. Like, yeah. I don't think. Like, that's Smash true. Mouth. Yeah. Go. Uh, <laughs> I'm not that old. I no. mean, they're young. Do you know Smash Mouth? <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Oh, like, wow. not extensively. It's okay. Me neither. If you <laughs> Just did, the hits. <laughs> if you did, that'd be a strike against you. Anyway. But, all right. So, we have a big gap to bridge from you dancing at four years old <laughs> to, like, or hyping up the crowd at four hyping years old. Hyping up the crowd. To getting to where you are now, like, writing and mm-hmm. playing, which is cool. Like, again, I feel like you're just so... I. I had that stage in my life, kind of, but we'll talk about it later. But what, mm-hmm. like, what happened between four and twenty? Mm-hmm. You know, well, <laughs> um, musically, I guess, musically. or artistically. Okay. Like, Artist. well, again, I was doing like a bunch of different dance classes or like theater programs, and then kind of just like doing like the final show 
or whatever at the end of each semester of dance yeah. classes and stuff and then i'd be like all right i don't want to do it anymore and i'd find a new one and i'd keep doing new things or I'd, I'd honestly sometimes just like quit in the middle and then i started taking vocal lessons when i was like 11 i think and i was doing that for a while and then finally when i was like 18 and everyone was going to college i was gonna go to belmont uh, university in Nashville. Nashville, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I don't think I know enough yet about the music industry to just like dive into Nashville. Even though they would have taught me there, I just wanted to kind of like get my ground and like find my bearings here first. Okay. So um, I started doing writing sessions and stuff, and because I had the itch to start doing my own music. Yeah. Um, and so really, when I was like eighteen, yeah, only two years, I started doing that's, all. That's of awesome. Yeah, it's. I mean, to, fun. <laughs> to be go, like to go from 18 to now and like have done everything that you have, like you've released an EP, right? Mm -hmm. You said, and mm -hmm. like you're playing shows all the time. You're recording a record. How many songs are on the record? The new one will probably have seven. Cool. That's great. Like that okay. two records at like in two years, that's a pretty good run rate. And is yeah. Belmont still something that's in your, because you're still um, college age. You can still go, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm still college age. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I think you'd do great in Nashville. I love Nashville so much and would go there in a heartbeat, but... What are you waiting for? I know. Everyone always asks me that. Well, I've, you know, again, one of my, the big knocks on me is I've said to everyone, I was like, hey, if you want to be big in music, you just got to move to LA. Especially, like, I wanted to be a producer for a, a long mm -hmm. time, and I was like, I know what I have to do. I have to get my ass out of Florida or New Jersey and move mm -hmm. to Los Angeles. And I just didn't do it. Like, yeah, that's go sleep on a couch, go that. sleep on a floor. You'll find so you won't die on the yeah. street, you know. And if you yeah. do, it's a great story, yeah. <laughs> True, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm gonna like release all the stuff this summer, like promote everything this summer, and then kind of see where I'm at. Cool. What, where do you hope to be? Like, what's the, what's the best case scenario? Um, <laughs> just playing more full band shows, I guess, this summer and it doing well. I don't know. No, that's a trick question. It's, it's yeah. an open end. And it's funny that you focus on the full band thing. So do you really, do you enjoy playing with like the whole band? Like versus just being up yeah. there by yourself? Oh my gosh, I love playing with full band. Really? So, when I'm just doing like a duo, mm. I get so nervous. Yeah. And it's not until like the fourth song in, I'm like, okay. With a full band, I'm just like, oh, I have all these people here. <laughs> I can just look at them. <laughs> yeah, and it's like a security blanket mm -hmm. almost, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I found that a lot with um, like playing guitar. Like, okay, so I've been in a couple bands where I like would play bass, mm -hmm. and then I played guitar and sang, or then I mm -hmm. just sang. I had the best time when like I had an instrument in my hand because mm -hmm. I felt like it was just something to kind of like, okay, I'm going to go over here well, and rock out. That's why when I sing or play, I literally hold the mic like the grip is insane yeah <laughs> and it's always my right arm it's crazy you can see any picture of me it's me gripping the mic yeah that's it's so funny that's your power move it's my blanket <laughs> it's your blanket yeah it's okay though i mean you know it's kind of part of i, I was talking to evan today about um what like the the character of an artist and how important that is do you know little b you know Lil mm. B? He's a rapper, Lil Bass God. No. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah that guy. Yeah. Like, and he's, it's so weird. It's like he's almost making fun of himself, mm -hmm. but I don't know. And like he has a song called Ellen DeGeneres where he just mm -hmm. says her name over and over. And it's like, I kind I think in this day and age, like that whole part of like uh, the an artist is, is becoming really important because 
it gives people like something else to interact with than just the music. Mm-hmm. Like I, I kind of, I'm kind of okay with it and not because I wish it was just all about the music. That's mm-hmm. the type of person I am. Like I miss the days in like the seventies when you only knew what was on the radio and you didn't yeah. know what the people looked like yeah. unless you went and bought a magazine. Mm-hmm. Right. But now like, how about Poppy? Have you ever heard Poppy? Yeah. I'm popping, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like well, I fell in a poppy hole the you other did. day on YouTube. Whoa, it was crazy. But it does it make sense to you, kind of, or no? Yeah. Yeah, it does, right? But she's totally just a character. Like she's definitely not like that. I know. Yeah, totally. Or maybe she is. No, 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 no. <laughs> Whoever it is, like Amanda or whatever the hell yeah. her name. I don't know what her name Neither is. Neither do I. But like, no, it, it's totally like Poppy is the character, but. It just gives everyone so much more. Like you said, you fell in a poppy hole. I, yeah. Like crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard to fall into like a Dave Melillo hole. Mm-hmm. Like I guess that honesty could be part of your character. But mm-hmm. like uh, you could look at Bruce Springsteen. Like Bruce Springsteen, who he is, is not the same guy that he is in real life. He's mm-hmm. not like the working man. Mm-hmm. You know, like with wearing blue jeans <laughs> yeah. and working in the... The garage. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, he's not that guy. No. But it's almost like he needs that to... Uh, if, if there's anything that I've never really been able to put my finger on, it's that whole part of music. Yeah. You know? Especially with, like, Instagram now and mm-hmm. all that. Like, my Instagram's so different than who I am. Yeah. Even, the, like, captions and stuff. Really? I'm like... Well, because I just, like, promote shows and stuff. Well, it's it's great that you embrace that, you know? And, and I think it's almost like... Again, it's finding a way where that's like that character that you make. It's natural. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just gives people. <laughs> it gives people more to mm-hmm. interact with. That's true. It's almost like people are saying nowadays, like you know, it's not enough for me to just go, like, listen to your album and go to a concert. Like, mm-hmm. I need now to like have like this alternate reality game to play. Mm-hmm. Like where, like you know. I think that's why like Lady Gaga has done so well all these years is because at first she was strictly just Lady Gaga, like the character. Yep. And then like started opening up more and more and people just like latched onto that. Totally. Like the meat dress and all that. Like that was part of her character. And yeah. And I honestly, for so long, like I had no idea she was like a real human. Yeah. (laughs) You know that she wrote a lot of uh, songs before she became Lady Gaga. I think it was for the Pussycat Dolls and stuff like that. That's and, crazy. Um, so I told you, um, or I mentioned it a little bit earlier, that I used to do a thing called top lining, mm-hmm. where I'd get tracks from like producers around the country, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, "Okay, we're looking for a chorus for Sean Kingston," mm-hmm. and I'd, like I'd sing in a fake Jamaican oh accent. Oh, dude, it's so funny. Where are the demos? Oh, they're they're here, <laughs> they're here. But like, uh, I thought that like what I heard, uh, just dance. You, you know that mm-hmm. song, right? The first song that really made her popular mm-hmm. is uh, that she sang that. For someone else. Like, that was oh. a reference track. And then they're like, well, shit, this is really good. Like, why don't you just release it by yourself? Just put Akon on it. Because any song that Akon's on is gold. True. And, uh, and that's what launched her career. That's like so many people now. They start as writers and then they just... Jessie J, you know, yeah. Jessie J. And like th- Megan Trainer. I'm Oh, I'm she was her too? Fan, but no. I'm not a big fan, but like, I respect that so much. Like, she was just in a meeting and showed them... She was pitching a song. And they mm. were like, no, we want you to sing it. It's so awesome. And I think like Sia... Oh, okay. That she would make sense. She used to write for other people too. It's everyone just writes for other people. <laughs> no, it's it's a good it's a good gig because and, like that girl Julia Michaels. Do you know her? Um, she writes on. a lot of pop, and she's pop. 
Oh, but I don't... she used to just write for people too. Really? Mm-hmm. Now she's like huge. That's but again, like if you think about, it, you make all the connections, mm-hmm. you know, and if and you obviously have talent because you're writing songs and you can sing them, mm-hmm. like as a reference track, you know. So if you can develop that character to go along with it, that's mm-hmm. all that's really missing, you know. True. But how cool would it be to just like write everyone's songs and never have to deal with the rest of the yeah. shit? Yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> that was that was always my dream, and who knows? Maybe that'll that's what it is for me. But uh, I've never really needed, and this could be a good or a bad thing. Like they say, you need to be a little bit fucked up as a musician mm-hmm. because you have to want like a thousand eyes on you. Yeah, you know, and yeah. like normal people aren't like that. Yeah. Like most people don't want you to look at them. Mm-hmm. You know, and like uh, I think Bono said that. So in order to be like a successful musician, you have to have like that thirst in you like mm-hmm. that weirdness where you have to be like i want everyone screaming my name and singing my words back to me and yeah. I, I don't think i've ever i just I yeah know. it's weird i think i used to have that yeah and then like the more serious i got about music i that went away yeah which is weird well you just learn to appreciate different yeah. things right and it seems yeah. like you just i mean from just outside looking in and working mm-hmm. with you a couple times it seems like you enjoy the process mm-hmm. maybe i'm i'm wrong no but, i definitely do you know mm-hmm. and if you enjoy the process then like the rest of it's just kind of like whatever. it's crazy though too because people are like well what are you doing because like you can't like show a lot of people things at first and they're like well what like what do you mean because yeah. you know like everything's like not like hidden but you have to build up. You're working on so many things at once, but you can't necessarily show everyone yeah. all the things. And they're like, oh, so what do you do? Hey, like, it's you it's know, a release It's schedule. so much like behind the scenes stuff. It's crazy. It's like, you're lazy. What <laughs> do you like, like no. your parents like, what are you doing with your life? Oh, you're like, yeah. just wait. My, it took 67 hours to make one two minute song. Yeah. You know? And it's all crazy. It's whatever. <laughs> it goes along too with like being a musician. You just have to not care what people think. Mm-hmm. Colton's really good at that. I know. Colton's just like, dude, I'm doing my deal and yeah. you're either with me or you're He's not. He's the best. He's really good, man. So good. You know, uh, I we, we wrote a little bit together here after that because mm-hmm. I just thought he was such a great songwriter and what i really like about him is that he's avidly working to get better mm-hmm. like you know it's really easy to get to a certain point and be like this is who i am as a musician and i'm just gonna fucking ride this out especially with people telling you like oh you're so good it's so easy to just be like all right you're but right. no he was telling me he's like dude i'm trying to become a better guitar player and shred a little bit more mm-hmm. and i'm like that's awesome and that's yeah. how you keep your career going mm-hmm. you know and stay in it until so you know one day Colton, like someone's going to hear him in a random spot and be like, you're it. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Yeah. Well, like my dad even asked me sometimes. He's like, yeah, but like your voice is so good. Why do you keep having to take like vocal lessons and stuff? Mm. I'm like, you need to. I was like, you go to the gym, but like you're good at working out. Like I don't really. <laughs> no, that's 100 yeah. percent. Yeah. You got to keep like sanding like the muscle. edges. Totally. So you have to keep working it. Dude. And I, I completely agree with that. Like, anytime you get complacent in anything in life. And then you just start to like sit back and expect it all to come to you because you know what you're doing. As mm-hmm. soon as you know what you're doing, you're yeah, fucked. You don't know. <laughs> it's over. I always say in zombie movies, I'm like, just keep running. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as they stop and turn around and look, they get eaten. Yeah. Like, that's kind of how it works. <laughs> that's true. And that's like the best metaphor for The music for life. industry. That, oh, God. Are you kidding me? It's not even, it's fucking vampires. Like usually yeah. zombies are slow and shit. The music industry <laughs> is fucking vampires yeah. who are hunting you down, oh. you know? They are, yeah. Wow. It's tough. And I mean, <laughs> you know, but if you can hold on to yourself through it, you become better for it. Mm-hmm. But that's why like you see like musicians and artists go through such like a, you know, like Britney Spears, like mm-hmm. shaving your head and like throwing. Oh, it's yeah. just a fucking crazy. wild ride, you it know? Is. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. 
Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> you've you've experienced some of it, but yeah, and I like know some people in it. Yeah, like, the things they have told me. It's yeah. Just, frightening yeah it is really scary and you know what it's even i'll go farther to say like as a girl i mean it's probably worse yes i would imagine i mean i you know i check my privilege on a Mm -hmm. daily basis and Mm -hmm. uh and yeah as a dude you just don't have to deal with certain shit Mm -hmm. you know yeah so i can only imagine i'm sure you run into it hearing stories about it probably isn't great but you know that's why like also my parents are like oh well like do you want to get signed one day and i was like honestly like if people can do it as a independent artist, that's the best way to go. And they were like, but why? And I'm like, because you don't have to deal with everyone else's like shit. And like, you don't have to deal with other people. Yeah, it's a death contract, yeah. basically. Yeah. Like, I'm perfect case in point. I signed a deal when I was 17 or 16 years old. And you know what mm-hmm. they did? They just didn't let me release anything. Mm-hmm. They're like, they told me everything that I wrote was shit. And, they and, it. and never like released the funds for my album and then beyond that i was like well i have this other company who wants me to release my stuff nope not gonna happen they gotta give us eighty thousand dollars before yeah, you know so it's crazy. getting signed isn't what it was mm-hmm. you know again we yeah. were talking earlier today there's you can get all your songs on spotify i'm mm-hmm. sure you did it already right mm-hmm. yeah so just keep writing and then yeah you, you get your stuff out there and band camps are really cool too yeah because, I don't know, I personally think it's nice to give people, like, access to music free. Yep. I know some people have an issue with it sometimes. But I think it's just, if someone wants to listen to music, I think they should be able to. Yeah. So, I have no problem, like, with Bandcamp and SoundCloud and just putting things for is, free. Are all your stuff, is your stuff all up there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, gotta think about it. It's not, uh, you're not gonna win that way mm-hmm. if you're just trying to get paid on everything that mm-hmm. you release. It's almost like... You know, you got to find a different way to monetize. That's just not the that's not the model anymore. Mm-hmm. Is to get people to pay for your record. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You look at hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. And and pop, like, they release mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Like, no one pays for that shit. They they <laughs> put videos on YouTube. But if you release a video, a really great song that like gets a million hits on YouTube, then you can get ads on the page, and that's how you True. monetize. Like, it's more about like how many eyeballs can you get on you and what you're doing, mm-hmm. dude. People, I, I, dude, I was so upset when I found this out. Uh-oh. There's like some of the most, the highest grossing YouTube channels mm-hmm. are kids who review toys. Have you ever seen this before? <laughs> no. Dude, they, Wait, they, that's so funny. Isn't that crazy? They make Just millions, of, like hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of dollars off of like getting a new Lego set and be like, I like this. This is great. Oh my God. I but, thought you were going to talk about the yodel kid. The yodel kid. Did is you it? see that yet? No. It's like this viral video of this kid yodeling like Hank Williams song. Yeah. In a Walmart. Uh-huh. And he's like nine. And he was on Ellen today because it like blew up completely and got so many views and now he gets to sing at the like grand old opry that's so cool <laughs> don't you think people like as an it's artist crazy. you're like this kid like at a walmart got famous he's great though i know, I know he's great it was so I, crazy i'm just so goddamn selfish i'm like why not me i'm spending yeah. so much time on my shit i'm thinking through it and yodel kid gets well, all the <laughs> yeah at first someone posted it, and i think they posted it like laughing at it yeah but then it like blew up i don't know which website it blew up on but everyone was like wait this is kind of good wait this is so cool wait this is so cute and then ellen of course got her hands <laughs> on it and was like brought the kid on <laughs> that's almost that's almost exactly what little b is like like really? it's kind of like oh this is ridiculous oh wait this is kind of cool oh my god i love him like <laughs> it's so crazy that that's like what people go through now like uh i don't know i i i can't maybe i'm just getting does older. he have a song called bass god I, he might 
I think. I think but that's, that's just his name, like Lil Based God. I, I think that's the one I know. And he's like, and based is like a whole term in itself. Mm. It means like you're self-actualized. It's it's crazy. He did it though. <laughs> and he like speaking of record deals, I forgot who he. I can look it up, but he just signed like a major record deal. Oh really? Like with like Island Def Jam or well, something. Well, you know, like Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Yeah. They're still not signed. Great. He still runs the whole operation with just his own personal team, it's which great. is crazy. To think me. about it. Don't you think you could put a team of people together if like all the sudden one of your records just went you know national yeah. do you think you need to go hire some asshole from mm -hmm. los angeles no no <laughs> you know all the people mm -hmm. and um, you know maybe even people in your family mm -hmm. you don't For that's sure. you don't need to do that you yeah. know yeah and I think that, is not what it was no <laughs> and i think you are like i above everything like you're kind of getting a crash course in how to just run it all yourself yeah that's it's true a, it's really great yeah. So like you don't like you're not just waiting to get signed. Mm -hmm. Like just go make it happen yourself. Yeah. Like that thought hadn't even crossed my mind until my dad was like, "Yeah, do you like want to get signed?" And I was like, "I don't think so." No. Mom and dad don't understand. That. <laughs> they still think like they it's still like support kiss. it, but they were yeah. like, "Yeah," but they were like, "Yeah, getting signed's the goal, right?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> no, it's not. I don't think so. <laughs> and it's it sucks because it kind of like it makes it a little bit more murky like what is mm -hmm. success like like True. i asked that's why i asked yeah you. when you asked me i was like oh. it's loaded it's a loaded question because for some people it's just like oh i just want so for me i just want to release shit for me if mm -hmm. i actually get something out of my head and onto tape or mm -hmm. like that's a big success for me but you know like for other people it's like oh i want to play like i remember when i was younger i was like i want to play at the house of blues like mm -hmm. that's success for me mm -hmm. if my band can play at the house of blues you know, like maybe like so Everyone's different, but you know, for some people, it's just like I just want to, I just want to make art, man. <laughs> That's where I am right art. now. That's well, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just make art. I know. I yeah. get it. I'm hey, off, <laughs> off topic. Off topic. Um, all right. So let's talk about the record. What is? Okay. I know you can't talk too much about it. No, I, I don't care. Okay, no, but like, like, like some. Is there like a? It's probably There's not a like single out that just came out last month. What's it called? Hurt. Hurt. Mm -hmm. Okay. Did you play it at the show? No. No. Okay. I played it this weekend though. I did we this did. like charity event called Battle of the Charities okay. at uh, Monmouth University. Nice. It was so fun and it was great. I had like my charity's boards for bros, <laughs> and they they give skateboards to um like underprivileged youth. Oh, awesome! To like teach them skills and like basically to like take advantage of their environment and stuff. I think yeah is like the main goal. But it was cool. But yeah, so I played hurt there. Um, How'd it go? It was good. It's fun. Full band or was Full it? Full band. Nice. Yeah. So I played it there. I have the only, like, I only have two of the other songs that are going to be on the record completed. So I've just been listening to those all the time and like sitting with those. I'm deciding whether or not to release one more before my release show. Yeah. But because no one has an attention span anymore, like myself included. Yeah. So I don't know if I want to release the, it'd be six new ones at once. Sure. I could see like maybe once a month. I, I, get, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. And I, I don't really I don't know. know. But yeah. it might not even matter. So. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> you just got to make the decision and yeah. live with it. But is there like a, like a, is there, a, there's probably not a theme or is there like a, a tone to it? Is it it's, like. It's definitely, if anyone has listened to my older stuff, it's not like that. Okay. <laughs> it's more like rock-ish. Gotcha. Like cool synths and stuff. Nice. Yeah. Cool. And a little pop still. Yeah. It's like pop setup, but with like cool backing band stuff. Got it. <laughs> if that now, makes sense. It makes, it makes a little bit more sense. Like, is there, 
is there like like is there like more of a tone to it like uh you know like every like some bands write about touring you know mm. and some artists write um, about like adele writes every song about getting fucked over you know yeah this one's kind of about i would say like growing up yeah I, like i think i'm gonna call it wasted youth okay and like one of the songs is about just like partying too much with the same people because i'm from a small town so it's kind of about that <laughs> oh you, basement parties yeah did I you sang play, it you sang that yeah. right that's like and i like i heard that and I, mm-hmm. that really stood out to me mm-hmm. um when you played live like it was like almost like out of place you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it be and that's it, in a good way mm-hmm. it sounded like really mature well it was funny like i threw a party yeah and then wrote that the next day it's awesome Cause I was like writing too much and getting too in my head, and the people I was writing with, they were like, "You just need to like, just like go live your life for a couple of days, and then come back and write more." And I was yeah. like, "Okay." So I threw a party and then wrote that song. It's the best way to do Perfect. it, you know? Yeah. You never know what you're gonna jar loose. All right, so it's like coming of age mm-hmm. type stuff. Definitely. That's great, yeah. and like, and so it's like rock overtones where what it's like indie too. I would indie say indie too. Okay, yeah. I like that word. Like, <laughs> yeah. is there? Do you, because I've always had like, okay, so I think you're like an artist, right? And mm-hmm. so like you have a palette. You don't just go up to, unless you're Jackson Pollock, you mm-hmm. don't go up to like a canvas and just start throwing shit yeah. at it. So like, you know, you start with colors, like you're, I want this to be purple and red. Mm-hmm. And like, did you have a band that you're listening to or like, like? Um, It was different for each song, I would say. Yeah. But for example, like one of the songs, uh, we wrote it. Um, before we listened to the song that I used as the reference in the studio. So, like, we wrote it, but then in the studio, the reference I used was Redbone by Childish Gambino. Because oh, I just really? love the sound of that song. Oh, dude, that's awesome. So, yeah, so that's totally different for me, obviously. Um, wow. So, when you say, and, hold on, go back, because I think that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and even I'm a little bit... So, when you say <laughs> reference in the studio, like, you give that to the... You give that to the engineer and you say, this is kind of what I'd like it to so, sound like? Yeah, so, like, all the people I was working with... Um, we were looking at some songs because these songs are very different again from the original stuff I did last year. Like yeah. all the references for that, I was like, yeah, I want like a Vance Joy, like John Mayer vibe. Okay. And then for these, I was like, yeah, I want like Tame Impala meets like Childish Gambino meets like, it was just the craziest references. And then like Radiohead too. That's awesome. Radiohead's so, always a great choice. Yeah. So we would like look at each song and for this one specific song, it's called Dream. Um... I was like, you know the song Redbone? Like, this is going to sound crazy, but I think that's, like, the vibe I want to go for. And they were like, all right, let's try it. That's cool. And so yeah. when you say reference, do they, like, sonically, like, for, like, mixing purposes? No, listen- no we kind of just-, just listen to okay. it. And then the studio musicians, like, kind of took that. And they get their, like, yeah. an idea of what, like, what vein it should be in. Yeah. Okay, that's it's cool. technically we tracked the first three all live, I would say. Right, okay. I think. Yeah, the band, yeah we only like, did, like... A couple overdubs of stuff. Sick. So that's crazy. Did you yeah. did you and then you're doing vocals at the end? You said mm-hmm. that's really cool though. That's gonna sound different because I mean me, I chop all my shit up. I'm well, crazy. yeah, it was crazy. Like the first three were all live band stuff, but then the four, it's crazy to do it so like scattered. I can it's only just... imagine. <laughs> but the newer four, we had a bass for some of them, like because I did some demos. Yeah. So we had a bass for some of them. Okay. So like that bass was guitar, different. Or just a bass in general. Just like synths and stuff or oh, whatever wow. it was. Uh-huh. Um, so I didn't use any reference songs for those really because they were already built kind of. Okay. And then we, they still changed a bunch, but we definitely kept some of the stuff that were in the like demos. 
that's really i think that you are like i, I think you're underestimating like like having a reference idea it's like having those paints picked out like that's a really mm-hmm. sophisticated way to approach a song if you think about it, right? I like going about it both ways. I think the first time I ever recorded, I had too many references and had too okay. much of an idea yeah. of what I wanted it to sound like. Yep. So I was like, this is not going as when I it, wanted. It like pigeonholes it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I so feel this, you. yeah, the next time I tried to go in a little bit different and not have too many references and okay. not like too many sounds that I like was dead set on. Cool. So like but, you, you <laughs> listen to the Childish Gambino and you're like, yeah. I love that guitar sound. Yeah. That's sick, though. That's yeah. great. To be able, like, we, we just were talking about, um, you know, not playing anything. Mm-hmm. But, like, to be able to vocalize that that way, I mean, that's that's huge. Yeah, that's another thing, too. That's really the only way I can vocalize it is yeah. by hearing other things. At least you're trying, though. You don't know how many times, like, people, well, I just really want, like, you know... <laughs> Like that piano sound, <laughs> you know, it's like spacey. Like, I mean, actually yeah. thinking about it, I mean, people have to appreciate that at least. Mm-hmm. And it makes the process a little bit easier, I would imagine. Especially Tame Impala. He uses such crazy synths yeah. and stuff. I've heard of the band. I've never mm-hmm. actually listened. Are they worth it? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Okay. And that's the only way to vocalize if you want a crazy sound. You're like, listen to this song. Yeah. And then it does it. <laughs> no, that's great. And, uh, you know, more power to, like, the people that you're working with. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Do you work with the same engineers? Um. Yeah. So my engineer is usually Tim Pinella. Okay. And then um, the first time I did, like, my record from last summer, it was a totally different band. Um, But this time it was, like, a band that's actually a band already yeah so they work well together yeah so it was helpful in the studio too because they can all listen to each other and they know what like everyone's thinking kind of not like so. uh, a bunch of studio musicians coming together for the first time mm-hmm. figuring out how to speak each other's language yeah because that does happen i had a drummer that i just spoke drums to i was like boom boom crash boom <laughs> and he was like all right yeah yeah like it's great <laughs> and but you underestimate that again mm-hmm. but see that's so cool like uh I don't know, like this whole process, again, uh, whether you realize it or not, it's really tough to like get exposure to this and kind of like um, not make it a formula, but like mm-hmm. you're almost like, like you can repeat this like the next mm-hmm. time, like, you know, like the reference tracks you need to bring in, you know, mm-hmm. like having a band is easier than just putting a bunch of dudes in a room together. Mm-hmm. Like that's some, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. And it's fun. Yeah. And okay. So you did three in October, you three said? Three in October. And you're I like did four in March. March, and now I'm just doing the vocals for the four. Now. Yeah. Uh, and then what? You did the three before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. And then is there like, do you sit in on the mixing sessions? Like, um, I can, but honestly, I really hate it because it's just no, you listening it. to your voice. Or when they were doing comping, I was oh my gosh, I wanted yeah. to run out of the room. No, I get you. Uh, you yeah. know that was like my life for a little while. I, I tuned vocals for oh. for like. A living for like six months mm-hmm. and i was like i can't do this anymore oh my god because it was just like get like fixing everything i was like i feel like i'm just tricking everybody mm-hmm. this sucks you yeah. know <laughs> but it is an art in itself like yeah. vocal comping i don't know is it the is it Penella who does mm-hmm. it dude i don't know how he does it right isn't it crazy yeah just like crossfading everything like and sh- they're so immune to it like they yeah. can just do it and yeah I heard, I think, 10 seconds of it, and I was like, I'm going to go outside and wait outside. But then, like, you come back, and you're like, oh, my God, I sang like that? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, I've I've gotten... So, like, this is my studio, right? Mm-hmm. And I've gotten so crazy to the point where I'll sing a line, stop. Oh, okay, I'm going to go sing that word again. And, like, 
Yeah, it, no, I totally get that. It's too much. <laughs> but like that's I don't know. I think that's why um it's great that you have like a team because mm-hmm. they can keep you honest. Now, is Tim like does he act as your producer as well? Um, no. Usually it's Eric Novod. Okay. Um, I th- I think I know Eric. Yeah. He's yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, and then um, kind of Joe Perella like helps too. He's from Deal Casino. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, so he kind of like influenced a lot of it too. It's awesome. Yeah. They're all really really helpful. They're the best people. And think about it. Like, those are some... Like, I know that... I watched Deal Casino at um, Langosta. Oh, Uh, really? Yeah. And it was really cool because Mm -hmm. it was very, like, intimate. They sounded fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, you... Do you can tell that they... They probably live together, I'm sure. I I don't know. It seems like they just, like, breathe together. Because the show was so nuanced. Mm -hmm. You know, like... I don't know, man. It just was really well put together. Yeah. I went from, like, never seeing them live ever to seeing them, like, three weekends in a row yeah. in the summer. And it was it was good every single time. Yes. And they're, it's like, crazy. the sounds, like, you could just tell that they're all, I don't know, each one of them is doing so much. Mm-hmm. Like, I can see, like, just, like, the like the settings that they're, like, putting on their amps. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just crazy. It was yeah. really awesome. And I'd never, ever seen them before. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, this is going to sound like a, a shitty thing. I don't really like live music. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Like, someone has to be really good for mm-hmm. me to enjoy Have it. Have you seen Ernest? No, are they it's good? It's like Brian Herring. Okay. Um, Tim Pinella's in it, too, the engineer. Yeah. And they are so good. Really? Yeah. And is that, what is that, like a rock vibe or like... I don't even know how to explain it. It's just an experience? They're just amazing. And yeah, they're so good. It's like... I don't know, they have a keyboard, too, and drums and a guitar. I guess it has rock influence. Yeah. Or, like, indie rock. And it's poppy. Like a, yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. See, I'm a sucker for pop. I don't like... Like, uh, my friend just went to, like, a hardcore festival. Oh, my gosh. I can't do it. <laughs> I went to a hardcore show because I was, like, working for my friends. He put on a show called, like, Sunday Scaries. Yeah. And they had hardcore night. Okay. And I was doing merch, and it was it was an experience. <laughs> it was... Yeah. It was something else. I've never... I Like, that's not my thing. I'm not like that guy. I need a melody, you know? Yeah, it was something else. It was interesting to see, though. Yeah. Like, I respect it, but I won't... I don't think I'll go again to a hardcore show. Yeah, I'm scared. I have a a healthy, like, respect for it. A healthy fear of it, for sure. Yeah, people were, like, jumping on the walls and, like, climbing on... Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, my friend sent me a (laughs) video, and they, like, pick up a piece of the drum set and throw it into the crowd. He's like, that was awesome. (laughs) Like, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Okay, so that's cool. And and then uh, you're... So vocals now for these four Mm -hmm, songs. mm -hmm. So that's what you're in the midst of right now. Yeah. So how are the vocal sessions going? Well, it starts on Friday. Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I didn't drink coffee today. Oh. I'm, like, not going to drink coffee all week. I would die. I couldn't. I know. I drank decaf because my brain still thought it was regular coffee. Yeah. And I mean, God bless you for, for being that <laughs> disciplined, regimented, yeah. you know. And that's I have a, to. You know, it's funny. Like, uh, you'll get to the stage where you're like, I'm going to smoke cigarettes because I want my fucking voice to be raw. <laughs> oh like, you know, but you're still on like the. I'm still on. I'm in the like. It's good. Stay here as long as stage. you possibly can, you know. Yeah. So that's great. Uh, how long is it going to take? How many days do you have scheduled? Like two, three, Just seven? Just one, honestly. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That, that's why you can't drink coffee or anything. Usually, like, this sounds like kind of like, usually we get the takes done pretty quick. No, that's not. I mean. Like, usually I do too. And he's like, we got it. Well, if you've been sitting on I'm the like, songs really? and practicing them for like six yeah, months. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot exactly. of stuff going into it. Yeah. Behind the scenes. You know what yeah. you're doing. You just have to execute. 
Yeah. And the other day I was like in my friend's studio. They're like, you're really comfortable here. And I was like, yeah, I am. <laughs> like you realize, fuck yeah. I, I was am. like, yeah. And I was doing takes and they were like, why are your takes the same? And I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> you're, got, you're a studio like, musician I'm, at this point. I was like, I'm just really comfortable here. Yeah, I think I like that part of it. Like the... The like the, hiding in a cave part and just yeah, doing music. <laughs> I love that part. That's my favorite. Yeah. I, that's, I need to get... That's This is my cave. Welcome yeah. to my cave. You know? It's what <laughs> I do. Music cave. <laughs> that's great. I really, I really hope... I wish the best for you. Thank I think you. it's going to be awesome. Um, and I'm, I'm going to... I have to go listen to Hurt. Everyone should listen to Hurt. Yeah, listen Where to can Hurt. you find it? Um, it's on Spotify. It's on SoundCloud. Bandcamp. Um, like, what do I just go to like Ella... Ross. Just Ella Ross, one yeah. word, no underscores, no dashes, mm-hmm. or ampersands, or anything mm-hmm. crazy. Nothing crazy. Cool. How about what's Instagram? Uh, Ella R Ross. Okay. There's two I... R's because my middle name is Rebecca. Yeah, we could. Because everyone you... always gets confused. They're like, why are there two R's? Ella R- R- Ross. Yeah. I'm like, uh, Ugh. Is there anything else that like? Do you have any shows coming up soon? Um, I'm playing at the Asbury Hotel next Wednesday. Okay, so this is the gonna. So. I'm going to drop this, not this week. This okay. is going to be next week's episode. Oh, okay. So basically when I drop this, you'll be playing in a couple days. Yeah. So Asbury Park Hotel? The 18th. Okay. And then the 21st at the um, Music Foundation space. Oh, is that? In Asbury. It's like APMF. Hmm. Where, where is that? Like um, what building? It's right next to Lake House. Oh, is it that new like mm-hmm. building? Right, yes. like where the barbershop is and yeah. all that. Okay, mm-hmm. is it that room all the way in the back? That's, mm-hmm. that's a nice room. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And then yeah, then just like my release show in June, at the Saint. And that's what June twenty ninth. June twenty. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely making June twenty, but I want to come see you before then. Yeah. Which which one should I do? The uh... oh, and I'm doing Noise in the Attic at Inkwell. Okay. Oh, I've been to I've... Inkwell. That's the coffee shop, right? Yeah, I've never done Noise in the Attic. That's May 6th. What is that? Is that just like a night of music? Yeah, or? they do. There's an upstairs part to Inkwell, which I didn't know until recently either. Yeah. Do you know that part? Like I, the upstairs? I've been upstairs? there once. Sam okay. Sam dragged me there one <laughs> night. Like I want a milkshake. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Have you ever been there in the summer? No, it's it crazy. crazy. There's like 45 minute waits at like any time of the day. No, we, we went in there. There's a bunch of college kids studying. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. I feel so fucking old. <laughs> yeah. So it's upstairs though. And it's usually for charity. I don't know which charity it is that month. Um, but yeah, it's usually like five musicians, I think. Nice. And it's just upstairs. It's really chill. So, yeah, and is that gonna, that's not gonna be with the band. That's just you. Uh, it'll be like a duo. Duo, yeah. Oh, so when you play, play, who's your who's your uh, axe man? Um, usually this guy James Sleeman. Wow, dude, see, like, you under like I wasn't <laughs> cool with playing with other people except like my band and me mm-hmm. for like ever. Like the fact that you're just like, oh yeah, I play with James here <laughs> and Tim here and Donnie and. I'm like, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, that's really that's a sign of a mature artist. So. I think that's why I just have gotten so comfortable like in being thrown in situations because I just have to. Well, when adapt. you move to Nashville Ugh. and they just throw you into different situations, Hopefully. you'll be it'll be easy. Yeah. I just feel like Nashville's so intimidating. That's why. Well, I, don't I just know. fucking do it. <laughs> you'll be a small fish in a big pond for a little yeah. while and then as soon as you integrate, you know, that you know, it's just like the next level. Or you just, uh, what I think that can happen is that Asbury can become like a spot. Mm-hmm. It really could. Like, it's starting to, for sure. It is. Uh, well, that's what I was like alluding is. to. It is. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it definitely is a launch point for a lot of, but like, you know, it could really become, you know, New York City's right there. Mm-hmm. And the East Coast hasn't really contributed to music that much beyond like Cardi B and yeah. 
<laughs> you don't want that. Isn't there like a band called the Front Bottoms or something from? Yeah, they're. I don't know if they're from Asbury, but they're from New Jersey. They're definitely yeah. from around here. New Brunswick, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Again, Evan was talking about like how New Brunswick is like a scene. Yeah, it I is. didn't know. People that. do house shows there a lot. It, and is, is that because Rutgers is right there? You or? know, I would assume so. I never put that together, but I would. Well, say he was so. like, "Oh yeah, Montclair has a oh, scene." Oh yeah, Montclair has a scene really? too. Really? Mm-hmm. That's that's. I've never nice. played those places though. No, just mm-hmm. right in Monmouth County. Yeah, just, that's cool, man. <laughs> I'm just Monmouth County here. for life. Well, it's cr- it's crazy. As a kid, I was like, "Can't wait to leave," and now I'm, I'm still here. But again, like, how did you know that there was going to be like as? I don't think anyone saw this coming yeah. from Asbury Park. Maybe Bruce did. Maybe Bruce. Yeah, Bruce, you were ahead of your time. Maybe. That's that's a good way to end it. But yeah. do you want anything else? Are uh, you good? I think I'm good. Awesome, Ella. <laughs> good luck. Thank you. All right. Uh, who says good luck and who says all right like that? I'm not sure. I'm just assuming you're not listening at this point. So I get a little bit wacky on these outros. If you've really been following along, like I, I don't really say much now. It's just the music in the background. And I go, blah, 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 listen to conversation piece on soundcloud.com slash conversation underscore piece we're also on itunes and shit like that and i usually talk about the next person that i got coming up but i don't got no one coming up so i have some ideas um maybe we'll watch one of my favorite movies together and i can narrate it for you or like i said the nfl draft is coming up so maybe we could watch that together with some friends and you know eat pizza and do cool bro stuff like that just because i don't have anyone to talk to does not mean that i can't have an episode of the podcast i actually see that as a major challenge and if you know anything about me you know i love challenges i like to be challenged people would say i'm actually am challenged uh just you know naturally um yeah i don't i don't got anything more to say but uh Thanks for listening. We're actually going to go see Ella play tonight. So I got to go. Until next week. Be cool. I'm on waiting, waiting, waiting. See ya.